we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Matthew. And before we get into everything that happened on Housewives this week, we have a very special New York announcement. Breaking news. I did not know what you were about to do. I could see you take a breath, and I was afraid of what was going to come out, but that was okay. I'm constantly keeping you on your toes. Truly. You really are. I mean, you know my favorite city is New York. Always has been, always will be. It has a special place in my heart. Not like you lived there or anything. Okay, thank you. But when this trailer came out this week for the new season, I jumped for joy. I cannot wait. It looks like it's going to be phenomenal. I'm very excited to meet the new girl, Ebony. Ebony. She looks great. I Any woman that could step to Ramona, yes. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for the Ramona kind of being put in her place. But you know, like water off a duck's back, it's just going to keep going. Like it's not going to affect her, but it will be nice to see her at least kind of be backed into a corner. Absolutely. And I, God, I love the editors. Just Ramona in a black tie dress, climbing like a golden staircase with champagne and just pontificating about class spliced with images of them all being fucking idiots. It's like a warm hug. It's, it's too good. Beautiful. And I'm also excited for Luann's new man, Garth. I love Sonia being like, Oh God, he answers on the first ring. <laughs> like, it looks like there's going to be some intense fights this season. There's going to be some drama and as always a ton of fun. And Heather and Thompson's back. Holla. Holla. You love Heather. I, we love Heather. And like I said, if I, people ask me what housewife I would be in, I'm like, well, I'm a Heather in every city. You know what? And there also looks like there's going to be a lot of TNA, some tits and ass, if you know what I mean, from the ladies <laughs> and from the painting. Yes. I was just saying. No, I, I was know. very affronted by. Oh. The nudity, the, yeah. The but had, I loved it. They, they look those great. Beautiful crystal pasties. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. You I know mean, me. I am too. I also loved that the moment that we got the New York trailer. We also got the Bethany Frankel engagement news and divorce news, all within 15 minutes of each other. It, truly, like whiplash. I was, I was affronted. She's divorced from Jason Hoppy. Finally, the de- the deed is done. Was that what 11 years? I can't. I'm not going to even try to put a number yeah, on like it. Yeah, like 10 or 11 years of My of entire lifetime, drama. essentially. I'm only 11 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on today? I don't know. Yeah. I, ch- I think I chipped my tooth, and it's been stressing me out. Oh, my God. So this is stress, what I'm, what I'm witnessing right no, now. No. I don't know. But did you also read the... I, I don't know if it was people. I think it was People Magazine or it was Us Weekly where Bethany gave a quote about her new man, who I think he's great. He's very handsome. Paul. Paul. The, I think he's great, very handsome. They seem like they have a great relationship. But she basically was like, I don't know if he's the yang to my yang, but we'll see what happens. And it's like, then, honey, why are you getting married? But again, I love her. I always will. And I'm glad that she's happy now. I personally don't trust Bethany's taste in men. Like, let's be real with this. I know we all thought Jason was a a gold. Like we all thought he was really special, but then he turned out to be a monster. So 
Hopefully Paul's better. He seems a little bit more level-headed, but let's hope him and Bethany find their yin and yang together. Yes. Because that would be lovely. It would be nice to see her happy. So May 4th? I think so. Okay. Yes, because it's the day before my half birthday, which is Cinco de Mayo, in case anyone was wondering. It's also, it's also May the 4th be with you. Okay, it's Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. We so have that as it'll well. be a great day. It'll be a great day for multiple reasons. <laughs> Both I know I like, lost you on the Star Wars. You thing. know, I know I like Star Wars. I've seen all the Star Wars. Remember when you thought I hadn't seen the Star Wars? Well, but I only yeah, that was very confusing. I was I was I was very nervous for you when I thought that you hadn't seen any of them. But you were referring to the Family Guy Star Wars. Yes, because that we were watching that. So I'm glad that we got that cleared up because things things get cleared up. Yeah. Well, we have a lot on our plate to watch. And I just, I was really, it gave me a lot of anxiety to think that we'd have to go through the whole Star Wars anthology, but I'm glad that uh, we don't, you know? No, we don't. We can just do our housewives and other things. This was a great week. Episode wise, the draw oh, Jersey was just mwah, chef's kiss. So good. Dallas is keeping up uh, with the pace I had last week. Agreed. Uh, Mary to was good. Atlanta was great. Mm-hmm. And I'm very pleased with summer house. Let's start with summer house. Yeah, let's do it. I think we should start there. Hannah. This is the Hannah show now, honestly and truly. She's going down a road of psychosis that I don't, I I'm, I'm very nervous about it. I don't know what to say to have a conversation with Kyle, bring up your father. And then he just wants to make clear what point you're trying to make. And then you freak out accusing him of bringing up your father and storming out. It was nuts. I have been on Hannah's side this entire season. Oh my God. But thank you. I was hoping there was a button there. This episode changed it for me. I think she has gone full crazy and I don't know what it is maybe she's struggling maybe there's something maybe she's just drunk all of the time but from the moment she brought her up her own father Kyle just said don't talk about me and your father in the same breath and then she flips on him for talking about her family it was just there was no clear consciousness through that entire thing and I think everyone in the house is starting to realize that Hannah's just on edge Constantly. I think she, I think being in quarantine, cabin fever in that summer house with all of her issues kind of coming to the surface. I think that she's, again, I talk about her emotional intelligence all the time on this podcast. And I think that she doesn't know how to handle her shit. I, the des of it all is so confusing. Bring up what you brought up about the comparison between him and oh, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Kyle is a young des, and they even said it on Watch What Happens Live as well. Yeah. It's creepy. And I, I'm excited to see him. I mean, by the time you all have listened to this episode, you may have seen the new episode this week. Well, Andy said, Andy said Des was a straight Kyle. <laughs> oh my God. That's so good. That's so good. But, um, you'll have, you all have met him by the time you listen to this episode, but I, that seems very weird. I love that Luke was sort of trying to, trying to get Hannah to acknowledge that Des was the backup plan and that he was always on the burner waiting to kind of come off we all have our back burner bros it's totally normal but we don't marry them that is true so i'm again i'm concerned for her well-being i think the house is concerned i love that she i think she kind of knew i'm not playing this right i gotta sit everyone down and apologize for my craziness before i move to my next move which is to bring up a Instagram sidekick that I know who can tell me that Lindsay and Luke have slept together before. Let me tell you, you know me. I love my psychics. This podcast, as I've said many times, is sponsored by psychics. Yes. 
I would not trust a random Instagram psychic who's just messaging me on the internet if I'm on a national like TV show, unless I've unless I've met the psychic before, which by then totally cool. Like if you've talked to her, if she has like really on point things and y'all have had a connection, fine. Take some advice. Yep. But her just messaging you seems like a play to get screen time. I mean, it is so obvious. And now do you think, do you think that Lindsay and a, do you think that Lindsay and Luke have hooked up? And if so, do you think they hooked up when Lindsay was with Steven? No. And no, I don't think it's happened yet. Okay. I think it's going to happen. I think this might push it to happen. Yeah. But I don't think it's happened yet. I think it's possible that it may have happened. I, I'm leaning on no. I can read body language like no other. Yeah. I can, I've known when someone's but done been, the deed They've been friends else. for a long time, right? Yeah. So they're close. Right. And I think that I don't think they have. I think it could be possible, but I definitely don't think it's been it's been recent. No. If it, if it has happened, which again, I don't think it has. But if it has, I don't think it's recent whatsoever. I think that Hannah is fishing because Hannah wants the heat off of her. I agree. I 100% agree. So we'll have to see what happens next episode because it seems like Lindsay blows up because this is revealed that I think someone even asked her, like, have you and like Luke like had sex? And whose business is it? Of, even if they have, whose business is it of anyone else's? No I one's. I mean, no one's. But if I was on a show, if I was locked in a quarantine somewhere else and I was like, just y'all hook up. I mean, yeah. Who am I kidding? Absolutely. Yeah. If I had a couple drinks, I'd be like, all right, I just got to, I got to read the room and I got to ask a question. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that. Well, we'll find out. I'm excited to watch tonight, but we'll talk about it next week. And I just got to say, even the Hannah said that her apology was bullshit and it looked like complete bullshit. Oh. When she's like, you're the man, Kyle. I mean, that was so. You're the man. That was so, everyone got a little uncomfortable, but Kyle was smart and was like, yes, let's just. Bring the heat down to a simmer. Like, it's this is bullshit. Well, let's hope Hannah course corrects. And because her being the villain I mean, this hope. season. I mean, who thought they, who thought that anyone could take it from Lindsay being the, the, the villain seasons before? But Hannah has really taken the cake and the crown this season. And as much as I've liked her and I like her outside of the show. She needs to simmer down. A whole lot of stuff needs to be cleaned up with that act and uh-huh. i i hate to say it i agree but that's i mean summer house what else do we really have to say except for talking about hannah i mean carl's looking cute as always you know my boy kyle's looking great as always i love i love kyle and amanda talking about having their little cookies one day because it's kyle cook and they're gonna have little cookies <laughs> maybe if kyle has a brother i have him little cookies too oh i love it who knows it'll be great all right I think that's I think that's it for Summer House though. Yeah, it's think, always so short, but it's like, what else do we talk about? But I, you know, I think that speaks to the show. The show just get, it gets to the point, and it's 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 it, it works. Love Ciara, love Danielle, love Ciara being like I just have a relationship with food and relaxing because I'm a crazy nurse all the time, and Danielle being like, I want someone who can hang out with me while I work. I hope <laughs> her man comes to visit because he's very cute. Yes, he is, and that I think that would be great to see. And they are seem like they're still going strong. I hope so. I hope so. All right. Atlanta, the Halloween party. This, I have to say crazy Halloween is my favorite holiday. It goes Halloween, my birthday. (laughs) And then maybe like Thanksgiving, Christmas for a tie. But Halloween really takes the cake. Cause I love 
putting on outfits, whether they are, you know, just a pair of underwear or a little bit more and just (laughs) hitting the town decked out. I make all my own costumes. So here's the thing about Halloween is like up until college, my grandmother made every single Halloween costume I've ever worn. Oh, that's so sweet. I've never had a store-bought costume and I refuse to store buy costumes. I love that. So I will even now go to the fabric store and like pick out fabric myself and like hot glue so full on wow drag race like truly and you didn't get to do that this past year because no i did all had to stay home i think that's why this was so nice to see in particular because they really went all out yes. in the pandemic without going out and doing something yes everyone's outfits looked great except for porsche's but oh <laughs> that's my. beside the but fact she i will say looked amazing i i just thought she looked beautiful she did. My favorite outfit, I think, was uh, Candies. Oh, Fallon's was my favorite. Oh, well, Fallon looked great, but I've seen the before. Unbelievable. She looked so she good. She looked an- incredible. I loved that Candy and Drew were matching. I've had to diet Drew just being from Ca- Cast the Musical. Just Cast the Musical. <laughs> like, God bless her. I also didn't understand why they all thought, like, yes, I think Fallon could have turned some music on and maybe turned up the volume a little bit in terms of like what they were all doing. But why do they all think that they were showing up to some big Halloween party in the middle of a pandemic? Because they had just gone to Cynthia's wedding the week before. But you could tell they truly thought they were because they really all went in on the makeup. Well, even Porsche was like, I'm glad I went to party city. (laughs) Um, Kenya's headdress. Okay. My thing is, she released a statement that said she was sorry and that she didn't understand the repercussions and how it affected people, blah, blah, blah. It has been how many years since basically headdresses were canceled at Coachella? It's been how many years since literally any appropriation of costumes has been addressed time and time again in the news, in the media? Like, girl, are you living under a rock? I just, again, it's like the, she doesn't think the rules apply to her. No. And, I don't know why she thought also she just didn't look good. It just looked, she just looked ridiculous. And to say, I'm sorry, but to say, Oh, I'm a warrior princess. It's like, fuck you. You know what you're wearing. You know what you're doing. I don't know. Again, like I'm not, let's not, don't have to cancel her, but like be smarter. I mean, this whole episode, she pissed me off. I think Toya may have pissed me off a little bit more. Oh, well, Toya is just a messy little bitch. From the top of the episode, you know, talking to Marlo in the, in her showroom, she just wants to nail the girls to the cross for being free and sexual on the trip because she's jealous and upset that she didn't get to participate. And also she was trying to be like, Oh, this isn't a party. I was expecting a party. And I was like, why do you want a party so that you can have more ammunition? That's what it feels like. It, it made no sense to me. It's like, why is Kenny asking for a party when she had zero fun at the party that she had a month ago. And I love, I mean, I think Marlo could do a little bit of a better job, but I can, I love Marlo still keeping her guard up. Mm-hmm. She's still not sure if Kenya is above board because Kenya just is so hungry to throw these women under the bus. She's so angry and it's not fun to see. It isn't. This party though got so out of hand because of Latoya. She walks in and she's like, oh, this is what a house, this is what dating a 65-year-old will get you. Whoa. Which is so rude. I mean. Also, they're married. They're Yeah. First of all, they're married. Second of all, he's 55, not 65. Don't age the man. 
And third, you're being welcomed into someone's home. You're going to just disrespect them like that. Like from the get go, as if Fallon had done something or said something to Toya previously and they hadn't resolved it. That was the energy that Toya brought in. And the other thing is people can do their own thing unless you know that there's some kind of weird situation going on and you can make comments with your friends, et cetera, outside of the house. Don't try to make something out of nothing. Obviously Fallon is very happy in a relationship and she loves her man and you're jealous because you're having problems with your man and the girl that you were hooking up with is mad because you kissed another one of the girls in your friend group. Like I'm sorry, Latoya, that your well is dry and that Fallon is overflowing with this gorgeous house and all these beautiful things and is able to host this party. It's it like seems like jealousy. When you're, I feel like Toya isn't, feels like she's in a corner now because she's not really on anyone's team. Yes. She's at odds with everybody. And I think when I, a lot of times when people get into that space, they just start throwing daggers everywhere. But I mean, in what universe do you go to someone's house and you expect to be waited on? It was bizarre. I love Kenny was like, no bitch, you can get up and get your own fucking food and drink just like the rest of us. It it's she's she's a messy bitch. And even Kenny brings this up when they have their one on one. Yes, Kenya also brings up that she's still mad about the kiss, which I'm I, I'm like, get over it. Clearly, Latoya does not feel the same way about you as you do her. And right. so you just need to drop it. And Toya, you can't pretend, even though I lo- I, I just I love Toya standing up to Kenya in any respect, even though I don't agree with Toya in this moment. But Toya, you got to stop pretending like you were defending Kenya in that moment. She wasn't. You're trying to find your place in this group in a very messy way. And you wanted to get some allies on your side and have the girls like you. So you gave them some information because you know, they don't like Kenya and it didn't work. Drew and Portia and Marla, who have all had issues with Kenya, were not going to take that bait and they didn't. So don't lie to Kenya because Kenya, you know, is going to find out. It's going to, you know, corroborate all of this information. And I mean, I, it's so funny. Some of my last notes are, whoa, Kenya, Toya, Toya, Toya with like a shaking head emoji. And then Fallon all caps because Fallon running into her house like a mad woman trying to find a golf club so she can go outside and beat the shit out of her and her car was crazy. Well, you heard, well, you didn't hear it because you're not on social media, but evidently on Twitter, Fallon said it's because LaToya called her an offensive slur toward Asian Americans, which, which honestly, I hate to say that I believe that, but I believe it because Toya was saying, I mean, terrible things the entire episode. And I get if the Bravo people couldn't put that in the show because if it's that offensive, they can't. They can't put it in. Yeah. And at the same time, it makes me understand why Fallon went from zero to a hundred. Latoya like literally puts people off, off on the edge. Like you yourself, girl, go back to the sea. Cause I can't stand you. Yeah. yeah. Like truly like leave this party and stop. She just wants to start fights with everyone and yeah, she'll get a season two, but, but I also noticed, I think we're seeing why she doesn't have a peach. Because mm-hmm. at first I thought, oh, you know, like I'm not a huge fan of hers, but I get why she's on the show and I get why she is here. She's like a little mini Kenya, an instigator, has hot and cold moments. But I also was wondering, like, oh, I wonder why they didn't give her a peach. And this, I, th- we're, I think we're about to see even more of this. Like when we go to New Orleans next week, I think we're about to see even more of why Toya doesn't have a full time position on the show. 
I love at the end when Portia's like, where are my keys at? Gotta go. Yeah, she was ready to get out. Yeah. I think everyone was kind of, once that situation with Fallon and Latoya happened, everyone was like, okay, it's time to dip. By the way, they're filming today while we're recording this. They're filming the reunion for Atlanta. Oh, amazing. And yesterday, Latoya posted a photo like, oh, I'm feeling sick, like sad face. And Fallon tweeted, you don't have to fake sick, girl. I'm not going to be there. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. So we'll see what oh, happens. I kind of wish she's going to be there. The, uh, she's not sick. I, she's going to be there. Maybe she'll just she'll zoom in or Skype in. No, she's going to be there. I loved the de- the decorations. I will say. I love a good haunted house. That's another thing I miss. Cynthia's hand sanitizer outfit was also funny. I mean, it's doing the least, girl. Give us nothing. <laughs> Other than that, I love that Cynthia's vows were almost 10 minutes long. But I, that's so That's Cynthia. so Cynthia. I would be... If I... I'm sorry. If I get married and my partner up there is doing their vows and it takes more than five minutes, I'm going to be like, hold up. Text these to me or send them an email. I cannot <laughs> deal... No one's trying to wait that long. No. No one. Everyone just wants to get to the party. Get this. Get the stuff done and out of the way so everyone can go celebrate me. Yes. And you, obviously. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, this isn't a eulogy, you know? Like, I understand uh, you're not telling someone's life story. Yeah. You're just telling, you know, this is the beginning of your life together, not the end. Yeah. I. Yeah. It seems almost like a truly a eulogy. I think that's the best way to say it. And, and the, I'll go for it. I also really like the storyline of Drew yeah, and her that's and exactly her son Josiah say. and the adoption, and it was really hard to see him so apprehensive to like talk to his father and meet his father yeah. in a better way. But I also I can't remember her husband's name because I really don't Ralph. like him, Ralph. But this was the first time I was like, Ralph's actually a really good guy. Weren't you pleasantly surprised by his entire reaction, the way he handled the whole thing? I was like. Who are you? Yeah, I was like, this is not the guy I've seen before. No, it, which makes me, again, nervous. But i that's exactly what I loved. I felt for Drew. I was very happy with Ralph's reaction. My heart breaks for JoJo because he seems very resolved mm-hmm. and very like, I'm good. I like the dad I've got. And I like the grandma, too, being like, you know, everyone makes mistakes. And, and- she's been through so much, too, yeah. we oh found out gosh. this episode. I mean, all black, all black Americans have. But she really has been through a lot as well. And I love that we're getting her story, too. And I'm excited for them to go to New Orleans next. I can't wait. It's, again, I love a, I love a trip. I'm so... I- I want to go on a trip so bad. I know. I mean, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're reaching the end. Everyone just got to hold on. We're almost there. But I agree. I, I'm dying to go on a trip. Let's plan something. Let's Miami? go to New Orleans. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Could I'm you kidding. imagine? They got a curfew, bitch. State of emergency. Never mind. I'm kidding. They got a curfew, bitch. Should we stay in Atlanta for a moment? Yes. Let's move to Married to Medicine. Great. I think that's a great transition. Good job. Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm working on it, host. First things first. We got the theme song finally. Thank you. I said the same thing. And I love how they just slipped in Anila. But I, I missed um, Quad. Mariah. Oh, well, we missed Quad, but we got some Quad this episode. Which I have to say, like, <laughs> I missed her. I love Quad. I missed her a lot. I'm so glad that she was here. At the top of the episode, I was, I really liked the the talking about the doctor's experience. Yes. Both as labor as labor doctors uh, and OBGYN doctors, but also ER doctors who are really, like, truly in the thick of it. And 
I love that they talked about how scary and serious and and crazy it is because I think a lot of people out there who aren't experiencing it firsthand can kind of forget. But I also love that Simone was like, even with all of this death and all this darkness, it's so wonderful to bring new life into the world and yeah. like be able to give these new families their new children. Like I thought that that was great. The, it's the, the whole, circle of life. To, and it moves us all. Uh, I loved I loved it. Um, I love seeing Heavenly in the office. Yes. Yeah, so Heavenly was helping uh, Miracle Boyd who got punched by a cop. I mean, that's fucking disgusting. Which was, I, just seeing the footage, I was shocked that I had to see that again. And like, not in a bad way. Like, it, it's just very jarring to see and it's it's still so real and we have to remember that these things happen all of the time and it's not always caught on camera but I love that Heavenly took it upon herself to get this girl to her and fix her smile yeah because like she said the smile is the most important thing it's 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 who you are yeah and it's your first impression it is and it was taken away from her for something that she shouldn't have even happened in the first place no so I do I also do love seeing that and I think it's it shows us a good side to heavenly. It's a heavenly side of heavenly, though we mostly get hell. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, this season she's been softening up, and I and, and I again I like her the most when I see her in the office doing what she loves to do. Anilla, really like her a lot. I love her. I love that her and Toya are both Aries. Makes so much sense. Um, Coach Jerome, the tennis coach, very handsome. Oh, you wrote that down? Oh, I, I did. I was like, oh, <laughs> hello. I had to rewind it. And I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> you were like, hello, Jerome. Hi, Jerome. See, I was obsessed with her family. I love her mother. I love her kids. Her mom, we need to add her to the list of the real moms of the Real Housewives. Yes. That new show, we got to add her to the list. Her confronting Anilla's husband being like, you are a plastic surgeon. You've not given me plastic surgery yet. Like, what's your issue? And I fell for him because he was like, oh, my God, this is uh, I, this is too much. <laughs> you know what? I would do the same thing. I well, really imagine would. him at the hospital all day doing what he has to do and then coming home and like to that circus guy but he's a good guy he's he, i think he's so funny and so down to earth and so cool i love when the husbands the husbands on married to medicine are truly the best husbands in bravo you can say it's the jersey husbands yeah they're great but nothing no. compares to the married to medicine husband well and there's only two well no there's three husbands no four i guess i just keep thinking that like frank is we not really a frank. husband and, and judice is no longer with us Physically speaking, I mean, he's in the world. Just he's not, no longer with us. He's just not in Jersey. He's in Dildo land. Oh, we'll get to that later. But it was it was good seeing Anilla and understanding how she was brought into the fold by Toya. Yep. And I also liked seeing Toya homeschooling her kids. Childs. Childs. <laughs> I love She's like, why are you ever taking my side? And they're all just like, no, we just want you to be correct. <laughs> like, we just want you to use proper grammar and I, English. <laughs> I like that not only does the show, you know, it's not showing only the stress that COVID's putting on the doctors, but it's also showing the stress that COVID puts on the families as well. Because while Dr. Eugene is out there dealing with COVID in the emergency room, you have Toya at home trying to do everything and more while also homeschooling her Parents kids. around the country have been go- pulling their hair out for the last year trying to do their best. And I'm glad that we got a glimpse of that for sure. So the, the Toya and the Contessa of it wait, all. Wait, before we get to that, we got to talk about Quad. Oh my God. I can't, can't believe I... You can't Quad. Well, wait, did I? You oh, missed Quad. I, no, I didn't. But I guess... Oh no, I wrote, ooh, Miss Quad. That's literally <laughs> all I wrote. But I, I think it has to do... 
Oh, yeah, because my note was Toya has been mean, but Heavenly is messy. I thought it was so messy when Heavenly took out the video. I was like, oh, you haven't seen this? Crazy. And I and it all got tied in for me that like I understand that Toya is being very reactive lately and she needs to kind of change her delivery. Because I do think that ultimately Toya is in the right here. I think that Heavenly does disrespect and not respect Toya at all because she's not a doctor. She's just a wife, which I think is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think Toya's reacting to that. And that's why there's no resolve between them. But yes, I thought I love seeing Quad. I love her. I don't wait. But why is she not a full timer? Do we know why? Because all that she does is film in that small little apartment with the, oh my God. with Heavenly. That's they don't leave the apartment. That's true. I had to I had to laugh. But then Quad coming out and saying that Toya's in debt because she took a hundred hundred thousand dollar personal loan for yeah. her pool. I well, and that's why I was like, oh, because my literally I had the I had the thought like, oh, Quad, why are you on the show? And then when she did that, I was like, oh, this is why you're not on the show because she acts like she's not like Mariah, but she and Mariah are cut from the same cloth and they do the same shit. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to bring the, the receipts? receipts? <laughs> like it's just it's the same thing. But I'm glad to see that Quad will be here throughout yes. the season. Yes. And it looks like she's been like on Instagram and stuff. She's like been hanging out with the ladies as well. So I think maybe we'll get her again. But who knows why she's not a full timer. Yeah. Let's talk about the Rocky ceremony, which at the end got a little Rocky. Oh, my God. I knew <laughs> you were going to do that. I, I could feel it. I know. I'm terrible. I'm a, I'm a medium. I Are could, you a psychic? I, I could see the you future. You should message Paige and Hannah on Instagram <laughs> right now. Matthew, and tell her all this shit. And be like, this is happening. I'm I, a psychic. I really appreciate Anilla trying to be the peacemaker. I think she's a hundred percent correct that like this shit between you two is not very deep. I just don't know if they're ever going to come to a, a meet like in the middle because I think Contessa is incredibly stubborn. And I think she, I don't think she likes Toya. And I think that she does look down on Toya as just a housewife, even though Toya's delivery is bad. I get what Toya is saying that like we keep trying to be friends and then you keep disrespecting me and not like treating me as an equal. And I'm going to react to that. And I'm going to come back at you full force. I did think though, Toya was a little bit aggressive at this dinner and it was in front of Anilla's family, which I was also like, if this was just a married to medicine dinner of Mm -hmm. just the ladies, I get her being like, I'm ready to pop off because I would have been the same because I'm like, I have to go after Contessa. But it was just, it just felt like the wrong place in the wrong time. But I did have to laugh when she was like, I'm surprised she invited you. When did y'all even talk? Like, <laughs> no, she's like, y'all she aren't ready. friends. You aren't friends. I also loved Anil's mom trying to get involved and was like holding Contessa back. And Contessa was like about to hit her. And that looks like it's <laughs> going to be a source of issue next episode yeah. because she's like, you don't touch me. You don't put your hands on me. Yeah. And Anil's like, well, you don't threaten my mother. Like you don't do that either. Yeah. So... And I, I do understand where Toya is also coming from by saying in the world of COVID because people throw that around all the time. But I feel like it, it is hitting people differently who have been affected directly by COVID, like her and Eugene with him going to DR every day or yes. other people whose families, people in their family or their friends have died from this. And people who are just kind of like in the world of COVID, like I can't go outside. I'm under lockdown. You know, there's a difference. Well, yes, but I, I think that that's what the, that's the disrespect that Toya is talking about in the world of COVID. If I'm Toya and I hear that come out of Contessa's mouth, Contessa is saying, well, in my world where I'm being a doctor and I'm dealing with COVID and you're not, mm. 
these things are petty. And Toya was like, don't fucking talk to me about that because we're all dealing with it. I'm dealing with it just as much as you are. It may be different, but it's just as hard. Don't like being a wife of a doctor and dealing with that is, has its own challenges. Like don't do that. And I, you know, if we're really going to, you know, get psychological about it, I think also Contessa being stubborn and popping off and kind of being as angry as she is has a lot to do with her and Scott and that tension that's not getting resolved. And I, I, and in that respect, I feel for her because I'm sure it's not easy going home to a husband that you aren't connecting with and you're starting a business together. I thought Jackie early in the episode was being like, you need to be in therapy and you need to be dealing with your shit because you don't, you talk a lot, you don't listen and you are not managing your shit. Yeah. Great episode. I loved it. It was married to medicine has not delivered. Not once, not, uh, you know, married to medicine has not disappointed us yet. Exactly. (laughs) You know what? I just got to say, sometimes I don't even always have the right words, the right phrases, but you ain't watching the crown. You're listening to us talk about housewives. (laughs) You want some hottie toddy. Go put on the subtitles and watch the crown. Oh my God. (laughs) I just got to say, I got to say, this is not season four of the crowd. Yes. No, I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to be fancy. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's talk about a world where COVID doesn't exist. And that is Dallas. Yes. Um, and, and you know, not too much happened. I think it's a little weird that Carrie and Tiffany are all buddy, buddy now, but I'll, I'll take it. It's making me like Carrie more. Speaking of liking Carrie more. I thought that that conversation with her daughters about her relationship with her mother it's it's showing different shades of Carrie other than being this like hustler party girl and I'm 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 thawing to Carrie. Yeah. I have to say that the scene with Carrie and her daughters where she first of all, I think her mother is Charo. <laughs> oh my god. I saw it and I was like, is that Charo? They look ve- now that you it's say the it, nose. they look very similar. I I it took me aback for a second. I had to you on you went back on Jerome. I went back on Charo. No. I was like, what? <laughs> I was oh like, oh my huh? god, that's too real. But I did like her understanding the relationship with her and her mother, and seeing how her mother's divorce made her feel, and then realizing, oh my gosh, my divorce with my husband must have made my kids feel this way. Yeah, and her having that moment with Olivia and Sophia, and we know that her and Sophia have had kind of like a strained relationship for a while now, and I thought it was really lovely to see. Sophia, even though her wall was a hundred percent up and really having a hard time connecting, mm-hmm. just seeing her kind of like break it down and be like, mom, no, you're human. Like, thank you. I'm glad we're talking about it now. I really feel like their relationship is now being, you know, fixed and mended in a way that it really should be. And it's lovely to see. And I think also Olivia is a part of that. And I thought it was, you know, her saying, you know, you were so worried about Olivia's mental health that I didn't think you, you know, I didn't want to bother you with mine, which, yeah. you know, being a kid in a family with siblings, you totally understand that. Like if your parents are worried about someone else in your family, you don't want to be, you know, a, a strain on them too. And totally put stuff on. So you kind of just keep it to yourself and you, you know, you're like, Hey, I'm fine. It was great to see them bridging that gap. And actually now that I think about it, we saw that a lot this episode, we saw it with Tiffany and her mom mm-hmm. and we saw it with Deandra and mama D like was this a mother's day episode was this is this early should this have come out in may who knows but it felt that way it was great to see tiffany tell her mom about going part-time and her mom was so supportive like body snatchers like who is this woman and then i think this is the most this is the quickest we've seen mama d and deandra reconcile yes and come to a meeting of the minds. also did not realize her name was deandra d calloway i mean 
What? No wonder she changed it. Deandra D. <laughs> Mama D. <laughs> Mama D and Deandra D. And I think, let's just be honest. I think, and I, th- we, I think we talked about this last episode. I think, I think she did change her name because she does see herself as a Simmons because Mr. Simmons was more of a father than And Mr. she did Calloway. say that. But I also, I think it's both. I think she was like, and at the end of the day, Simmons will take me farther than Calloway will. And it's about my future. I think both can be true and both are fine. I mean, Mama D really said it. Deandra has accomplished a lot because her last name is Simmons. I know. I love that pause. I mean, God, her timing is just so good. Deandra's accomplished a lot because her last name is Simmons. Keep her on as much as possible. Next I, week, I want a show of just Mama D. Well, we saw next week that she and, and Tiffany have like a scene together. Great. Just keep bringing she's her. Bringing, she's making the show. She's bringing the heat. She's bringing the drama and the hard hitting stuff. I'm all about it. Okay. I have to say we find out also this episode that Tiffany's husband owns all of these hotels. I'm, whoa and it was gorgeous which by the way i found out about this hotel situation a while back because one of our followers on instagram um jillinus hall jillinus hall jillin you know girl if you're listening you know i'm trying to get your name right but you gave us some good you gave us some good scoop about this oh tell me that they own the hotels well she just let me know and i had no idea like that's part of where they get all their money from also, shout out to Stefan Burb. We've got some really good followers that have been, you know, just really lovely on social media lately. But I wish, <laughs> I wish I could marry into a hotel family. Oh my, I mean, hey. Do you- I want to say no one else can be on the 11th floor. This is my floor. <laughs> I mean, that's a diva move. It was it is. amazing. And I like that she's getting a redo of her party. Yeah. And that she can make another impression because they still have the pizza party, which to me was not that bad, but they, all the other girls have the pizza party stuck in their heads. But now because they're at a hotel, they have no curfew. She's got the day off work. She doesn't have to worry about going in. She's going to get it catered by the hotel. They have this Lux. Yeah. They have this Lux Luau theme going. I absolutely loved it, but it had to be ruined by Brandy and the devil. The devil can just come in at any time. He's astro gliding because, <laughs> you know, probably Darren is using astro glide, but he was astro and astro projecting. And, and by the way, before we get into the fight, like Stephanie always has to talk about Bufu every season of the show. For those who don't know, Matthew will explain what Bufu is. It's um a slang term for anal sex. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. And they she brings it up every single year. And you know what? I kind of love it. I really do. You would. But I also think that she was just trying to break the tension because this fight was just ill, ill-timed. Yes. But I'm team Deandra. I am team Deandra too, because I think Brandy is trying to find something that she thinks she can have people, you know, get on her side for religion and kind of forget about the other things be like well you know she's right about getting in a fight with deandra because christ is on her side you know jesus is with her but deandra's like jesus is on my side too what are you trying to say that i'm not a christian that i don't believe in this because were you were you scared going into the haunted house she's like yeah i was and it's like well then you didn't show it why are you acting like there's all these different sides and brandy what else do you call it when you're telling deandra that you felt that she wasn't leading with god by doing this meditation thing with darren what other than judgment are you trying to project? Cause you're sitting there saying that you're not trying to judge her. Like then what are you trying to do? 
because if it's okay for you to talk to ghosts and see mediums, which I love that Deandra said, like, I never had a problem with that. And I supported you. And I never, ever questioned your Christianity or brought it up to your mother. And I've supported you through all of your ups and downs. What are you trying to do by questioning my faith? Like, what is it about? And Branny just, I doesn't want to get into another fight because she's afraid, I think, of what people will say and think about her because she's still in that headspace. But it yeah. was bullshit. I I totally was team Deandra. I thought Deandra handled it beautifully. I don't think that she, like, freaked out or yelled or, or you know, I thought she killed it. I, I do think Deandra's really got her head on straight. I think she's really coming up. I think next season, truly, Deandra, Tiffany, Keep uh, Cam just for the humor a little bit. And then drop sure. the other three. Uh, yeah, Carrie and Brandy and Stephanie can go. Can go. Because that whole thing about the lockers this episode I was... did think that was really sweet. Yeah, but like whatever. But also <laughs> she was dressed like she was literally like Jackie O. Yeah. It was a lot. I was like, you are not wearing this to this it just screams i have so much more money than you and i'm helping you because you're poor it felt it did feel a little that like i'm doing this because it makes me feel good yeah it was like no you're not doing this for the kids you're doing this for yourself yeah it, but that locker room was sick and like, brandy I, can attest that it looks like a professional locker room because she's been in one you know well she's a dallas um dallas cowgirl is it what are they called dallas cowboy cheerleader oh uh, well you know i'm just trying to reterm the dallas cowboy cheerleader to saying dallas cowgirl because you can be a cowgirl, too. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You know, giddy on up. Even though the cowboys are the uh, mascot for the yeah, team. Cowboys and cowgirls. Okay. They are all on the same level. You're right. Because the cowgirls. Cow people. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the cheerleaders are just as athletic as those boys in the suits. Hey, I, so I just got to I don't say. disagree. So I do not disagree. Cow people. I watched the, the reality cow show people, about I the cow. I, I watched the reality show about the cheerleaders. It's cutthroat. We love that girl. What's that girl's name? I can't oh, remember. I can't remember. The blonde one. It's been a, it's been a long oh, time. Oh, I love her. She's been on like every season. But uh, yeah, Dallas needs to keep it up. Keep Mama D in the works. And I think that they'll be fine. I got to ask. How did you feel about Cameron not ever seeing a bill in her life? Absolutely not. If you are in a marriage, you need to be aware of where your money is coming, where it is going. When you sign your name to things, when your name is on bills, we've seen it over and over and over again, especially on these shows that if you're not abreast to what is going on, you're going to get fucked and you're going to wind up bankrupt with no home, with no money, with no prospects. No. And Cam, like, it's just, you're, I mean, I don't, I feel like Cam is smarter than this. And yeah. I think she puts on the, I'm it's very parasitic. Yeah. Yeah. I think she puts this affectation on because this is her role, her character on the show. I've never, ugh, I same. That's my role on this show. Y'all I'm smarter than I appear. Shut the fuck up. Um, but it just, no, Cam, you know better than that. I love that Dandra was like, you're an idiot. You're so dumb. For I not- mean, I would say the same thing. I, I know where all my money, well, nowadays, when I was, <laughs> when I was in college, the money came and went and I didn't know where it was coming from or where it was going. A lot of it went to alcohol and a lot of it went to clothes. And now that's bills and savings. <laughs> I mean, Cam, you need to just keep your eyes and ears open. You need to. And, and, and again, I think her husband's great. I'm not saying that he is doing anything shady, but to be so like, oh, I'm, I have so much privilege. I don't even know where the money is coming and going. I'm not even looking at my bills. It's like, stop. It's not a good look. Girl. Not a good look. You know, it's looking good. Those ladies in Jersey. <laughs> I hate my transition. Yeah, your transitions are but so. But I love them. I want to kill myself. 
they, I, especially the last like 10 minutes of this episode, which we'll get to, they, when they're on one, they go for it. And they just, it's like bing, bang, boom, boom. It's like, you know, it's like bing, bing, bong, sing, sing, song. Bing, bang, bang. Okay, hon. Also, Team Bimini, but congratulations oh, so, to Lawrence Cheney. We're so Team Bimini. It's congratulations not even to funny. Lawrence Cheney, but we're Team Bimini. Anyway, yes, when they're on a roll, they it's like rocket fire. It is so much fun to watch yes. them banter. But it was a great episode this week. Oh, it really was. I loved how it started at the beginning with Jennifer cleaning her house and confirming that not only did she vomit on the Ferrari, but she also vomited in her foyer. Ugh. And she had a little Shakespeare moment. Good for her for cleaning up after herself. You know, you have to. I know. But sometimes people don't. I have thrown up plenty of times. I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, I've had one too many vodkas. I usually don't throw up on tequila, only vodka, because that does something dirty. I think I may be gluten intolerant. Well, that's gluten free, isn't it? Well, forget I said that. Depends. (laughs) It's potato vodka. But you know, if you can't, if you can't clean up the mess, then you don't make it. And I think that's this that's the lesson of yes. Jersey that we learned today. Oh, 100%. If you can't clean up the mess, don't make it. Uh, great. Gosh, where did these things come from? I don't know. I loved seeing Dolores and her family and her uh, reward for her... Reward award. She didn't get... <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. Sorry. Award. <laughs> I, as I was saying it, I was like, that doesn't sound right to me. Um, her award for her charitable work with breast cancer. Every season, I feel like we see Dolores stick her neck out for something that she really believes in. Yes. So much more than the other ladies do. And I also love that house that she's not living in. It's gorgeous. And I'm glad that the women are not letting her up on this, on this David shit. He wouldn't even stay to like celebrate her. Her entire family came to celebrate her. Even her daughter with her 7,000 dogs, oh, which gave me anxiety. Oh my God. I, I remember watching it and then texting you being like, please tell me those aren't all her dogs. I, that gave me anxiety. Like I'm, I'm probably going to have a dog one day, maybe two, but like two. Well, no, dogs. but like, once I have a husband and children. Yeah. I mean, cause I grew up with two dogs. Like I grew up with, Two, usually around two animals at a you time. You ain't gonna see no damn animal in my house. No, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, because I had a whole, I, it was me and my sisters and my mom and my dad. We, it was a whole family taking care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has what? Good luck I, with that. I counted how many? <laughs> there was like seven dogs. I mean, again, God bless her heart of gold. If you have the money and the resources to do that, like, please do. But Lord, that was just, that was a lot. Duh. That was a lot. Uh, it really stressed me but, out. But, you know, David looks like a supervillain, and I can't get over it. And I just think Dolores deserves better, and I'm glad that the women are not letting up on it. No, they're they're telling her, David is the worst. You can do your own thing. And I liked Melissa being like, yeah, everyone has excuses. Oh, I loved that. I also loved when Jennifer was saying later that, you know, it's funny how Dolores can see Teresa's life so clearly and what she deserves, but she is completely blind to what she, what Dolores deserves herself. It was, I thought that was very astute of Jennifer to point that out. It was. Okay, let's get into the drama of the episode. The Jersey Shore. But before we do that, RIP Nano. Oh. That was always, it's always sad to see. No, no. We love uh, you. Call Nano. It's no, no. It's no, no. Yeah. yeah. We love you. I, the, every time they play footage of him, I, my heart breaks because he was just such a nice man and he really loved his daughter and his granddaughters. And he was the only one who knew how to cook for them. 
Even Teresa with her ingredients is. is. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were messing up, but I realized you were doing a Teresa. No, I was we're doing good. a Teresa. We're totally good. Did you watch What Happens Live? She, they, the Jackie, the guest, asked her, what is the plural form of ingredients? She goes, she takes a moment, ingredients is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny. One minute, like, I just want to shake Teresa and be like, why are you so dumb? Don't be such a moron, you reactive, crazy bitch. And then... The next moment getting so sad for her because she's really just been through so much and she's really has a lot on her plate and it's just a roller coaster ride. Like Dolores said, she went to jail. Her husband got deported. Both of her parents died. She lost a bunch of money. She's not getting with the pool boy. There's so many things that are (laughs) terrible in her life. I think that she, I mean, I think everyone should be in therapy. I highly recommend it. But especially Teresa, like you've been through so much. How can you not be in talk therapy? I think her therapist would drop drop her after a week and be like, no, I, I can't, I can't. she's a therapist gold mine. She's like such a project to work on. I mean, I would need subtitles. Oh well, yeah. It would be it would be a long day. It'd be like one session just to figure out what are you saying. We need to like have a translation book. Truly. And I thought I thought Dolores's house was beautiful. I thought the Gorgas house was beautiful. Really impressed. With how Jackie handled everything. Jackie showed up completely cool, calm, and collected the entire way there. She was like, listen, I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to stay cool. I'm not going to get into it with her. I'm If I have to ignore her, I'll ignore her. It was, I was really impressed. She was like, I'm not going to let Teresa get my goat. No. I love that the boys are getting involved with all the drama. Oh, Mr. Aiden. Bill. Bill. Big, big lip Bill. Gotta let it all out <laughs> to his wife, Jennifer, and let her know that Marge Joe, Joe Marge, this is what I'm going to call him, said that he heard the rumor around town, which I think, I can't remember, but I think Joe just said he heard the rumor. What I think, if you go back and you watch, what I thought Joe was saying is that after, and again, Joe had a few drinks that night. But what I what I gathered from it, what Joe, I think Joe was just trying to be kind of a smart ass. But what really happened is that after Teresa went around the party and was talking about it, at some point after that, Marge was in the house with girlfriends and mm. was talking about what Teresa had said at the party. Mm. And I think that Joe was talking about how he heard it in his house. Mm. That is what I gathered when I first watched the episode weeks ago. And I, I clocked it though and said, this is going to come back yep. to bite everyone, including Joe and Marge in the ass. And sure enough, this episode it did. <sighs> Frank's the homie. I'm such a Frank. Deny, deny, deny. You, what happens at boys' night stays at boys' 100%. night. A hundred percent. If there's one thing about me, if you tell me something, I'm not going to let anyone know. It's my little thing to hold. I love that everyone in their own houses, like leading up to the night, was basically like, oh, sh- it's going to be bloodbath. Shit's going to hit yeah. the fan. We're like, we're not going to have a peaceful night. Everyone was just like, just be ready for it. And that's what happened. It started with Teresa sh- shelling her new product, letting everyone know she works in dildos now. And which, she- by the way, I mean, and this is not about dildos or sex toys. Like, go, go for it. Like, if you're gonna, if you're making money, American dream, fucking do it. Why on earth are you getting into business again with your ex husband who put you in jail because of financial fraud? 
We never said Teresa was a smart woman. No, I know, but I'm Dolores. You you didn't know like who is the person saying I'm even Gia or her daughters? Why are they being like, "Ah, uh, mom, that's a bad idea." Well, I think I think what it is is I think it's I think they're working for a company and they're both like, "I don't care." <laughs> Faces of the dildos. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the right. I Maybe they're just suppliers. Maybe they're just, in, I think they're just investors. But still, like, ooh, I would just not put my name next to Joe's ever again. Ever again. It's And, and we'll talk about this in a second. It just, But it's clear that Teresa, even after all that he's done to her, she has a hard time being like, it's okay for you to own that Ju- Joe Dudice did not treat you well and that he fucked up your life. And I don't know why it's so hard for Teresa to do that. So much to the point that she's still throwing the Gorgas under the bus. Yeah. Before Mr. Joe Dudici. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We got to talk about the Gorga Judice fight. Cause I think this is going to come even further next ep- season. Oh, next episode. Ep- well, next episode's going to be a, it's, a fucking it, circus. It's going to be insane. But Teresa had to start off by saying she got Jackie, the dildo to stick it up her ass. Like it started off wrong. It's you're, I know you gave the thing is, is like, you're going to be in the same place as everyone. Don't come in hot. I liked Jackie just trying to ignore it. And good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Marge, for some reason has to be the warrior princess for Jackie and be like, no, this is a you. This isn't okay. I can't believe she said that, which comes into play later. And then it gets to, you know, them talking about Teresa's divorce being finalized and Joe's like, your husband was shit and he was shitty to us. And we just got to let you know that. And she's defending, like you said, Judice over her own brother. And she's like, don't talk about my brother. If I were Joe Gorga, I would have been like, how about he not talk about me? How about he not go to the press and talk about me like he's been doing in the past couple of yeah. weeks? Like, why, why are you defending him when he's talking about me, your flesh and blood? It's upsetting. And it's it's what we've seen before in the past. Remember, she always takes Judice's side and he's like, we're family. I can't believe you. You're going to break up family for this man. And she's not even with him and she's going to do that. But and again, also impressed with how Melissa is just like, shut up, girl. I'm trying to help you out. Shut the fuck up. Like, le- you're you're really putting everybody off here right now and you're making me mad. Just stop. And I liked when they were like, when Teresa was like, have I been rude to you? And Jennifer's like, no. And she's like, have I been to you? And Marge is like, well, you got my hair pulled. And then she's like, have I been rude to you? And Melissa's like, you call me a stripper. <laughs> I like that people are keeping and holding Teresa accountable this season because uh, it hasn't really happened before, but at I, least to a point. I know, I, you know, and Dolores did a little bit with being like, did you get out of your system? Like, are we done with this? Like, let's not continue it. But like also Jen and Dolores, like you got to call her out a little bit more. Like she's the reason why you're all fighting at this dinner right now. Yeah. It's not anybody else. Everyone else is going to defend themselves, but it's because they have to. But Teresa's the one like lighting the match and throwing it on the gasoline. Well, things really start getting heated when she's like, I'm just an, I'm just a confidence person. Like, this isn't me being rude. This is just me being confident. And Jackie's like, did you get that confidence in jail? Which was so good. I would have done the same thing. Cause like, if I'm Jackie, I've been sitting there the whole time. I've been taking it up the ass. I've been, you know what I mean? I've been doing it this whole time, but no, if I, you know what, you want to play, I will outwit you all day, every day. And she does. Well, we're going to have to see how this ends because... But like I said, the last five, ten minutes, like, 
gold. Uh, to Marge be continued. and Jennifer getting into it because they called Joe out. Well, and Teresa too brought that up. She goes, we want to tell everyone what you said at boys night. It's like Teresa is playing. She's putting the producer hat on this season a little bit, I think. And I don't know if she's fully aware that that's what she's doing, but she's playing the run a card. She is, but she's doing it so much better. Oh, well, so much better in that the drama she instigates is more fun, but Rena hides it better. And same with Vanderpump. Like they were good at hiding their producer, you know, faces. Teresa's just like, here's the cards. They're on the table. And I have a full house. <laughs> yes. Is this yes. how I play? Yes. Well, we'll see what happens in the to be continued next week because Andy said, if we thought this week's episode was good, we got to wait till next week. Can't wait. Can't and wait. And he says it has vibes of the christening, which if you, in case you forgot, oh. there was a full on fist fight at the christening back in the day it it brought to life Gia's song oh yeah waking, waking up, up in the, the morning, morning. <laughs> thinking about so many things just with things would get better they just keep happening and it's having a resurgence on tiktok right now which i am like mm, these children don't even know they don't even know i wish i just wish they knew the history i know they have no idea they'll learn though maybe maybe no they, these kids never will uh I love Gen Z. I'm not going to say anything bad about Gen Z because they'll come after me. <laughs> I love your I love your middle parts and your non-skinny jeans, Gen Z. And don't, your sweatsuits. Don't I love it all. Me. I love it all. All right. I think we mentioned it all this week. Yes, so we thank did. you all for sticking it through. Once again, if you guys are not subscribed, make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you like us, rate and review us. If you don't like us, I read the reviews. So <laughs> if you're going to say something mean, I'm going to read it. And you know what? It doesn't bother me, but I love that you listen anyway. Yes. If you guys are on social media, we're going to get back to Instagram soon. We've been a little bit lagging, but it's an easy way for us, uh, for you to see the episodes and to keep in contact with us. I do read the messages on Instagram. So if you want to talk, give me some scoop. I love responding. Thank you to everyone who has been connecting with us on Instagram before it's at hot and bravo that's at h-o-t-n-b-r-a-v-o-d and we will see y'all next week have a great week y'all